Timberwolves Media Day is on Thursday. We're talking here on Tuesday, the day after Tim Connolly's charity event. We'll tell you what we th- thought of what Tim Connolly had to share with us last week. We'll talk about Anthony Edwards' new shoes, what we want to hear on Media Day. We'll get into all that here on the John Krasinski Show, uh, our basketball show at TalkNorth.com. John, of course, works for The Athletic. John also appears on the Viking Update Show. Check out that show as well. Hey, a couple live shows to let you know about. Chin Music, our baseball show, Wednesday night, 27th, 530 to 630 at Glicks downtown. Grain Belt Beer Specials, giving away a bobblehead, talking about twins and the playoffs. We'll also have another show at Glicks the following Monday. We'll get you more information on that as we go forward. Check out the Chin Music Show if you're interested in the twins. And we'll hope, we're planning and hoping to do our Timberwolves preview show live October 13th at Headflyer Brewing. Uh, save that date. We'll tell you more about that as that time approaches. Uh, look forward to seeing all of you out there. This show is coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio and is presented by Minnesota Lottery's Minnesota Vikings Scratch Game. Check out that game at mnlottery.com. We're also sponsored by allenergysolar.com, Manscaped, and Caldera Lab. Calderalab.com. Use the promo code uh, HOOPS to get 20% off, which is the best deal you'll get anywhere on Caldera Lab. All right, so we had a long talk with Tim Connolly last week. What did you take out of it, or what did you learn from that that conversation? Um, I, I do think, like, one of the things that I took away from it was kind of this idea of familiarity, Not and, and we've talked about the familiarity with Rudy and with running it back and stuff a lot on this show, but more so from a bigger picture perspective, you know, Tim Connolly, I think is the kind of front office leader who prefers to lead uh, by bringing people together, by kind of fostering community and a good culture that way. But I also think that a a little bit more of a, um, you know, underappreciated or undernoticed, underrecognized facet of, Tim Conley's leadership is he's kind of a straight talker with players, with coaches. I mean, he's not going to light anyone up uh, publicly or do anything like that. But I think that, you know, he is a guy who will come up to a player and say, Hey man, you're not playing well enough right now. What's going on? Like, let's, you know, let's start figuring some things out. And I do think that in year one of his tenure here, I, I think that, he was working harder to establish relationships and trust and, and build a foundation before actually really sort of being more frontal, um, being more um, upfront with players, with, with coaches on what needs to happen. And I think in year two now, and he got into that with us a little bit um, that he's going to feel, I think a little more comfortable and just, you know, saying what needs to be said. You know, if if there's a player struggling, if 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 guys are being selfish, if 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 things aren't going the right way, I think that you know Tim will 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 kind of be more aggressive and just like confronting those things right away. And um, I think that's kind of what this team needs right now. We've heard Chris Finch talk about adding more structure to the offense and just things like that. I think there just needs to be a little bit more of a uh, of a of a expectation setting for everyone involved here and 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 having everyone involved that understand that hey look there's not a lot of people around the league that are believing in you right now and you guys got to pick it up and um and so you know setting a new standard is what tim has said a lot and and i think that we're going to see that tone 
set on media day this week and then going into training camp and into the preseason. I found it interesting that, you know, the deal he cut, um, the amount of attention on the franchise and on, you know, and, and he's a fascinating figure. He built this Nuggets uh, powerhouse and he comes to the Timberwolves at a time when they feel like they have a great chance to win. I thought he was um, cautious last year, what he said publicly, how often he spoke publicly. Mm-hmm. I've been to, I've been to press conferences where he really didn't take questions afterward. And I, I just, had trouble getting a read on him. I got a much better read on him in our conversation last week because he, he sounded with us last week the way I've heard him described by you and other people who know him, which is kind of an easy guy to talk to. Yeah, and and I, I don't think – he's definitely not one of those general managers who likes to be um, out in the public eye in terms of being quoted a lot and 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 – like doing that, he, I think he prefers to do his sort of uh, leading and expectation setting more behind the scenes. And when things happen that need to be addressed, he will he will do it. Uh, but you know, we we had varying experiences with that over the years. Gerson Rosas was very much in the front, in the public eye, wanted to be sort of the voice of the franchise, and and did it that way. Tibbs. What was was the suit was that because he was just as a coach too he was available every single day and so um so he his voice was was regular flip was you know in his short time was a, a regular kind of public voice but i think uh there are plenty of guys uh like tim conley who prefer to let the players and the coaches kind of be out front and then and then he will address things um, when they need to be done, either for the for for good or or bad, and and so um, what you hear from people who work with him is that he is very vocal behind the scenes. We just might not see it as often in the media and um, in the public eye. And so when he does do that, it does give a little bit more of a window into kind of how he builds camaraderie, like what he does to bring people together and. And I think uh, I, I think that's valuable for fans to understand while they are hammering him for trading for Rudy or or they're praising him for trading for Conley and and, and all of the, the all the things in between. Brandon Morton is our producer, our longtime producer. Best way to listen to this show or any show you like at TalkNorth.com. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's free. It's the easiest way to listen. Lots of good stuff on the show, uh, on the network. We have the Viking Update Show, Jeff Diamond, the former Viking general manager on the Vikings. We have uh, Lavelle, Neal, and Roy Smalley, myself, on the Twins as they head into the playoffs. Uh, Lots of hockey preview stuff. And, of course, this show will be previewing the Timberwolves more intensely as we get close to opening day. So media day is on Thursday. Is there anything you go in thinking, it'd be good if this guy said this? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, I do think I am very interested to hear Carl Anthony Towns and, like, the perspective that he has going into this season obviously you know he's faced a lot of scrutiny um he's said some things on podcasts this summer uh, that have gotten a lot of attention um but he is coming off of a run with the dominican republic where i think he was clearly rejuvenated and refreshed by that experience and he is so important to 
the Wolves' aspirations this season in terms of just getting back to the Carl Anthony Towns, who is one of the best offensive players in the league. And if if he comes back in ready to to do that and to resume that role, but also to embrace sort of everything that's happening around him in terms of Ant's ascension, in terms of Rudy's incorporation, in terms of just all of the things that we have seen come together here. Um, I think that's, that's going to be just critical. We are going to hear trade rumors and things like that this season while people watch to see how the wolves navigate this very expensive roster that they have. And so how he handles all of that and what he says about his perspective, about how he feels about this team and about all those things is going to, I think just be really interesting because it could go any number of ways. And I just want to, I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, we're going to talk about Anthony Edwards' new shoe, about Tim Connolly's charity event, get a little in, more into what might be happening this week and the next with John Krasinski. I want to remind you, uh, we're presented by Minnesota Lottery's Minnesota Vikings Scratch Game. Find out more about that game at mnlottery.com. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services studio, and we want to thank our longtime sponsor, our longest sponsors, TSR Injury Law. Steve Terry has been a great ally and friend, uh, and, and he's been a great guy to have on the show. We're going to try to match up our schedules, get him on here sometime soon. But what you need to know is if you're ever injured, we hope you aren't, but if you're ever injured, you're going to need good representation, ethical, aggressive representation. That's what TSR Injury Law can give you. 612-TSR-TIME is all you need to know. 612-TSR-TIME. You'll talk to a lawyer. They will either point you in the right direction, or if they take your case, they won't charge you unless they win your case, and they win a lot of cases. 612-TSR-TIME. Also, want you to know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond. All energy solar is ready to take any solar project, home or business, from design to installation and everything in between. Find out more about going solar at allenergysolar.com or more specifically, allenergysolar.com slash coach. Uh, and now we get the world famous, um, infamous, I think might be the better word, John Krasinski Manscaped commercial. Fresh ball fall is upon us and you need to be in the festive spirit. Light a candle, get some pumpkin spice, and make sure your balls look nice with the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. Nature may clear the leaves of their trees, but you'll need Manscaped's help to get you ready for that sweater weather. Get your pants puppies prepared for cuffing season with a trim as refreshing as a fall breeze by going to manscaped.com and using the code ATHLETIC for 20% off plus free shipping. It's time for nice flannels and cozy socks, but we can't forget to trim our balls. By now, you've heard of them, but it's time to join 9 million men worldwide using Manscaped and get the kit that covers it all, the Performance Package 4.0. It starts with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer with advanced skin-safe technology that reduces nicks and cuts to make raking the leaves a lot less painful. Plus, the Lawnmower is a technical masterpiece. It has a 7,000 RPM motor, a multifunction on-off switch that can engage a travel lock, and a built-in 4,000K LED spotlight to help you see the parts of your body you haven't looked at in years. And once you've cleared the driveway, the Performance Package comes in hot with products to cool you down. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball ball Spray Toner, one to prevent stink and one to clear it up. With the soothing aloe vera formula, move over pumpkin spice, 
Fresh balls are the smell of the season. Bring in the fall right and get 20% off and free shipping with the code athletic at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code athletic. So at least one member of the Talk North team does not like Anthony Edwards' new shoes. We won't mention Brandon's name, uh, but, you know, and I look at them and, you know, they're not exactly my style. I'm old. So I'm you are old. at least a, I'm old, very old. I'm a little old school. I, you know, I, I've always thought the Jordans and and the uh, all the Nike shoes that follow the Jordans were beautiful. I always liked the classic stripped down Converse and uh, Adidas looks. This is, you know, twins. When I started covering the twins in the 90s, you know, they had a very crusty old managerial and coaching staff. They'd all been there forever and they'd won championships. And anybody didn't wear like your classic black with white uh, baseball cleats, they would call they would call that uh, straight porno. That's straight porno. You can't have that on the end. And I think Anthony Edwards' shoes look straight porno. Well, they, I mean, they're certainly unique and different. Um, I, I actually like them because I think they're they you're are younger different. than me. I am younger. I'm, I'm vibrant. I'm in the, I'm in my well, prime. You're younger is what I, is like. what I said. Yeah, yeah that, that's true. That's true. Um, but no, I, I think like what I take away from it more than, um, you know, whatever you, you think about the look of them, uh, you know, whether I like them, you don't, brand doesn't, whatever, but like you see the rollout that Adidas did for mm-hmm. Anthony Edwards for this thing. I mean, like putting on a, a concert with Lil Baby, uh, going to his his hometown and his home neighborhood and driving a Lamborghini around. Um, that's the, the Lamborghini was wrapped like the shoe, uh, unveiling a huge mural of uh, aunt and his mother and his grandmother uh, in right, like in this kind of uh, flea market uh, area right by his neighborhood. Um, I mean, they pulled out all of the stops for Anthony Edwards on this, you know, this last weekend, they went to um, his old rec center and, and outfitted a bunch of the kids with shoes and, 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 and did a whole thing for a basketball camp for him. And so like the bigger picture that I take from it is that this, you know, and we've talked so much about where Ant is going in his career and what he did at the World Cup and like and and the steps that he is taking to become a superstar. Uh, this is one of those steps when you see a, a shoe company. And even though it isn't Nike, it's still an incredibly prominent and competitive shoe company in Adidas um, build an entire campaign around Anthony Edwards and go all out the way that Adidas did. Um, it's just like the next sign of the expectations that are being put on, on Edwards shoulders. Um, this, they don't do this for just anyone. They do it for players that they believe can carry not just a team, but uh, an athletic apparel company. And that's where, Ant, that's the stratosphere that Anthony Edwards is reaching now. And uh, I was, you know, talking to um, a couple of, of friends that are more in like the, the shoe journalism, um, which is a real thing. Like it's a, it's a hugely, um, you know, high engagement thing, especially with kids it, you know, just this shoe following shoes and, and doing all that. And there's the one, a, a friend of mine named Travis Singleton um, is here and, and, and in Minnesota and he's a sneaker reporter. And he was telling me he's been to so many of these unveilings and 
and things like that. And he said, this is by far the most extravagant kind of production that he's ever seen. And he's been in the shoe, uh, you know, coverage game for a very long time. So I just think that shows again, what people think Anthony Edwards can become and is becoming kind of right in front of our eyes. So that's pretty impressive. It is. It's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fast. He's, he makes this team fascinating and promising. Whatever people think of Towns or Gobert, I'm more optimistic than most about both of them. But even if you're down on Towns and Gobert, you might have one of the true stars in the NBA leading the franchise. That, that it's hard to beat that. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, not only with his play, but he's super engaging and he's, and he's um, charismatic and all those things. So that all um, should make this Timberwolves team incredibly interesting. You Successful, we'll see, but certainly interesting and on the map from a national perspective that, you know, that it hasn't been for a while, except for when things go remarkably wrong. And so um, it's, it, it's a different element. Like, you know, I've seen a lot of players come through here, um, some with a lot of promise, Kevin Love, uh, you know, uh, Ricky, like, uh, you know, even Cat and Wiggins and Levine. But this guy is sort of reaching a different level in the zeitgeist. And, and so that's a different element than we're used to seeing around here. And it's, you know, it'll be fun to just see how that develops, see how he handles it, see how this team handles it. Um, and, and, you know, it can be good. It can be bad. It can be right in the middle and that, and that's, it's, but it's, it's just entirely different from what we've seen around here for a long time. No doubt. By the way, did you, I don't think we've ever talked about the movie air. I assume you watched yes. it. What'd you think of it? It was great. Loved it. Loved it. Um, uh, you know, I thought, you know, Damon and Affleck was great to see them, um, in, in the movie together. Um, but I really liked how they did it in terms of like, you never saw Michael's face. You never saw an actor playing Michael. He was always this sort of ghost out there. Like this, this just thing that he was the shark in jaws, you know, before you just didn't see him, you didn't see him. And he was lording over the whole thing. And I thought that was really effective. And I, I think it's, you know, it was super entertaining. Um, And I think, from what I've read of the coverage of it, I think it was pretty darn historically accurate as yep. well. A lot of these, you know, a lot of these um, movies that are done like this can sort of really stray off of the path of truth and and of history and just kind of invent things to be entertaining. But um, but I think they really did stay pretty true to the historical record with it i'm sure they took a few liberties but but um you 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 you, a lot of people said you know that's pretty much how it went and so i thought that was really cool i thought it was great and i usually don't watch or like sports movies because i think so many of them get it wrong they take sports and they add hollywood cliches and they try to put it in a blender and make everybody happy and this i i I dealt with david falk because he was chris dolman's agent Mm. and and that the guy they portrayed was exactly who David Falk was. Exactly the I'm going to be eating, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be eating dinner alone. That was David yeah. Falk to a T. They nailed him. Uh, I thought, and everything I've heard. I don't know Phil Knight, but I have people. I know people who worked for Nike. I know people in the industry, and they said that's just him. They just they got it 
right. I thought the, they portrayed the the Jordan parents exactly. Right. I thought I thought they nailed it, and I yeah. I, I love it. I, I I thought it was very entertaining, very well written, very well acted. I thought it was great. Yeah, it, it, I mean, totally agree. And one of the cool like stories I heard, and I heard Affleck talking about this on a pod, was you know they they had written the script and basically they went to Michael and wanted to get his blessing and and do all this and Affleck was like they didn't I'm, talk I'm not, to me and I took that personal yeah I know right and but one thing after like Michael really liked it um and and was all for it but he told them he's like I will give this my blessing but Viola Davis has to play my mom and like Viola Davis is like one of the most amazing, you know, accomplished actors of our generation. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and Affleck was like, Oh man. Okay. Like we'll, we'll try, but like this film is not like a big budget, you know, huge production. Um, so I don't know that we're going to be able to do this. And they went to Viola. They said, uh, Hey, Michael Jordan would like you to play his mother. And she's like, I'm in. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> just great. Like, that's just like how, still how influential and powerful like Michael Jordan is, is like, you know, he can literally like handpick who he wants to play his mother. And she obviously just destroyed the part. It just was, she was awesome in the movie. So um, pretty amazing kind of little, little nugget there. I won't tell anybody out, but I was in a conversation with a bunch of twins players the other week and uh, the older guys were going, telling the younger player, uh, the younger player saying LeBron's better than Jordan. LeBron's mm. the greatest ever. And the, all the older guys are going, you just don't understand. You just, yeah. you had to see it. And and that's the thing, whatever statistics you can, and I love LeBron James. And I think he is the most accomplished basketball player mm-hmm. in history, but it's hard to explain to people how much Michael Jordan loomed over the world of sports, how much he reinvigorated it entirely. He made it an international entity when it was, you know, in danger of being a minor, almost a minor league and just how, Everybody knew he was going to take every big shot, and everybody expected him to make every big shot. It, it's there, LeBron James is probably more well-rounded. He accumulated more statistics. He's having better longevity. He didn't quit to play baseball. Uh, he, you can make a lot of cases that LeBron's the greatest player who ever lived, but Jordan was different. Yeah, I think there's there's so I, I think the conversation for me is like where I've landed on it is I think LeBron you could say maybe ha- had the best career. He's a leading mm-hmm. scorer. Uh, he hasn't won as many titles, but certainly longevity. He's been greater for longer than any player ever. But I think Jordan's peak was higher. Like that's that's where I'm at. I think he's the the best player overall. And I, you know, like just in terms of like that little snippet of the, in the Twins locker room that you are uh, in the clubhouse that you, that you detail, Michael Jordan is hyper aware of that conversation and of his, of the erosion of his mystique. And, um, and so I think that's another reason probably why he signed off on air. Same, same as the last dance, like why they released that a few years ago is he wants to remind people and, and educate kids who never saw him play, who many weren't born even, you know, after he, since he retired and say, look, this is how good I was. And, um, and, and, you know, it's always going to slip away. Um, the, the further we get from him, 
Uh, he's going to be diminished. It's happened to Will Chamberlain. It happened to Bill Russell. It happened Oscar to all the Robertson. great ones. Yep. yep. Happened to all of them. But Michael is doing everything he can to put documents out there that can be viewed forever and ever or read or viewed. And 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 so if you want to really do the research and the homework, you can, you can look at it and say, okay, maybe this was different. Maybe I have to be open-minded to just like the latest thing is not necessarily the best thing. Correct. Uh, let's get to one last topic for today. Once again, thank you for listening to TalkNorth.com and the John Krasinski Show. Again, we're planning a live show October 13th at Head Flyer Brewing. And again, Chin Music is live this week, Wednesday nights, 5.30, 6.30 at Blix. Beer specials, Grain Belt Beer Specials, giving away a bobblehead. And thank you, everyone, for everything. Uh, you told me that you went to the Connolly Charity event. What was that like? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, um, they, Nega, his wife, and um, and Tim put on this uh, event on Monday night uh, at the Nicollet Island Pavilion. Um, it was a beautiful venue. Um, it's gorgeous. And it, was, yeah. it, it, was a, it was a ping pong tournament. Um, and they got a great turnout of celebrities to play in it. Uh, Anthony Edwards was there. Nas Reed was there. Uh, Joe Maurer was there. Paul Allen. Um, there is, you know, Luca Garza. Like, there, there's a bunch of guys. A bunch of the Timberwolves were there to to play in it and participate, have a good time. Um, and it benefited PPL, which is uh, kind of a group that is uh, aimed at sustainable and affordable housing. Uh, for people of need in the Twin Cities. And and so it was cool to see a bunch of people turn out for it. And this was really the Connolly's first kind of big event, charitably, charitable-wise, um, that they've been able to do. And so I think they'll build on that going forward. But um, it was fun because uh, you know, the, 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 the Wolves players would play against um, people who w- entered into this raffle to 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 get into the tournament, um, and it got pretty competitive. And even towards the end, after several of the Wolves players were eliminated, uh, they all stood around the 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 table and watched two uh, two people who were not celebrities kind of face off and and, and play in it. So people got into it, uh, food and drinks and things like that. It was a really cool night and a good job by. Tim and Nega Connolly, mostly Nega Connolly, to uh, to organize it and 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 to pull it off. It was it was well done. Oh, it was fun having Tim on last week. He was really good. I'm glad his event went well. Uh, thanks to John, as always. Thanks to our longtime producer Brandon Morton. We do appreciate you listening. We'll be seeing you at a live show soon, and we'll keep cranking out the shows as the Timberwolves progress toward camp. <laughs>